Discourse, your podcast or media featuring dragonesses, female dinosaurs, and other similar saurians and scalies. I'm your host, Ludmillanon, and with me are my co-hosts, Angron, Lucky Eevee, Math Machine, and Striker. Today is our fourth episode, and we're discussing 2021's Raya and the Last Dragon. So let's Heck get yeah. things started. Yep. Yep. So the new Raya herself. Is Yep. So Raya is a very relatively recent movie. It's one of mm-hmm. uh, it's not the most recent Disney movie, but it is the currently the penultimate Disney movie. And it replaced Gigantic, which was a Jack and the Beanstalk movie that was going to be set in like 15th century Spain. Gigantic, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Development. It was actually referenced in Zootopia during, like, you know, Weaselton's, you know, bootleg DVDs. One of the mm-hmm. bootleg DVDs is called Giraffic, and it has, like, you know, a person climbing on a giant giraffe or something. So it got that far in development, and then it got scrapped. And then they made Raya and the Last Dragon as a replacement for it. Now, Dragonesses, now this podcast is all about dragonesses and all about how great they are in that. But just because something has a good dragoness in it, it doesn't mean it's a good piece of media. And this movie, to me, it's not bad per se, but it's just, it feels aggressively mediocre. And I feel my main problem with Ryan the Last Dragon, this movie is way too overstuffed. It has yeah. way too many characters, way too many plot lines. This is something that I feel would have worked better as like a rich man, poor man level miniseries. Like this had yeah, like, like cut up into like 16 hour long parts so that you could actually digest the story. Whereas this feels like it's like, okay, go here, go, go, go. Now we got to introduce this character. Go, go, go. It, it yep. really does feel like that. It feels like the rushed aspect of it really, I think, hurts it overall. Yeah, I really think it would it could have uh, done better as like a series instead of like a movie. But what we got wasn't honestly too bad. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie to an extent. Uh, my I I, re- I also thought that the ending tacked on for the most part as it was was uh, really and was really engaging and uh, really uh, really uh, set the tone set the tone man that that is ultimately where stuff hit the fan if you know what i mean yeah no no the ending the ending was worth it definitely oh yeah one of my problems with it too is that raya herself is rather bland and uninteresting she's definitely she doesn't seem to have like a hook to her you know Mm -hmm. and i feel like she is a lot of what happened with it is that the movie script was constantly being rewritten apparently they didn't really have like a solid concrete idea with this. So that's why they kept like adding things in. And that's, I think, what it kind of hurts with like it's a disjointed uh, nature. This movie is absolutely the definition of a six movie with a 10 character. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, exactly. It's the definition of a uh, low grade movie with high grade character. Like a lot of people do, in fact, uh, have issue with Sisu, but like, She's the most. She's easily the best thing in the movie. Oh, no, she has Sisu is the only. the only. Yeah. See, I will go so far as to say Sisu is one of the only good parts of the movie. To be honest, it's like the animation oh. and Sisu and like that. That at least for me, in my personal opinion, are like the two main reasons to watch this. Without that, 
this would be like maybe a four out of ten. And I yeah. think one of my like, uh, another yep. one of the problems I have with this is the villain, or rather the lack of villain. Namari was meant to be actually a traditional Disney villain, or at least she was going to be revealed to one, and she was going to be the one who was controlling the Droon all along. And I felt like that would have been a very interesting dynamic that we didn't really yeah. get. It felt yeah, like we, talking about like we got the Droon. But instead we got yeah. a conflicting character and like a bunch of dark and a bunch of darkness which honestly isn't bad but like no, no, we we give us something on the level of freaking Ursula or I don't know Zira or Maleficent Oh absolutely or even like King Candy or like Mother Gotham you know you you figure that was only or Narissa or even Narissa, exactly, exactly. It's like they're so scared to have villains these days. It's like they yep. saw how people didn't like the whole idea of twist villains, and they were like, "Okay, you don't like twist villains? Now you get no villains." But yeah, you get I nothing like, and like it. Basically. Exactly, exactly. Which, like another problem, like I say, I have with this movie personally for me is that there's just too many side characters. It's hard to keep track, like of like the story when you're constantly adding new stuff. And some of them, like um, the little baby thief, I think her name is like Noi or something. I I'm yeah, sorry, she name. is one of the most annoying Disney characters ever made. That was some boss baby level stuff right there. And I thought in it defense was of that, she her her showing is brief, and the annoyance honestly dies down very quick. Despite that, it's like no, no, no. one it, moment it where she's does, really. Like, like there's one moment like the chase scene where it gets a little annoying but yeah that really got the feeling uh i really got the feeling from that that they uh, got the let out then and like yeah yeah but definitely during that one part it's like it just it just hits you the wrong way i feel i feel like that's my uh personal thing with this is that it really just like you have aspects like that where it's trying to be light and jovial and it really just doesn't like gel with the darker story they're trying to tell. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like they had a complete no idea of where they wanted to take this. It, it's not like I say. I will say this. I you know I never had an i I never had a problem rather with like the gargoyles from Hunchback. They they never bothered me. They never seemed out of place <laughs> or that. I don't know. To me, like they never bugged me. They had a good song, guy like you, and that I, I always enjoyed them. But this character. For some reason, just really rubbed me the wrong way. This like uh, the little baby thief and the monkeys. That just really just seemed like something that was like from a completely different draft that they accidentally left in with this. First time I saw her, and especially after watching the movie itself, all I could think is, uh, "Hey, uh, some Disney executive realized Boss Baby was popular." Exactly. That, that's exactly what I was getting at. This is such like a boss baby level character, and it's so out of place. It, that, that, that's the biggest issue with it, is that this character to me is just so out of place with this, you know, relatively dark, or rather darker, I should say, for Disney story that it really just doesn't gel. For the most, well, for the most part, in terms of like where she's from and what ultimately uh, she represents, I can, I can, I can give her a pass because it works for the most part. She's from a town who's filled with con artists. Like, oh no, it's, no, no, it's no I understand that. I understand it. It works but, on yeah. paper, you know, and it, it, and it does, it does get better as it goes along. But that initial thing is just so, so unnecessary. It, it really, really is. Yeah, it really is that part. 
was for the most part unnecessary. Yeah, that entire scene like I'm not really a fan of like con art artist chase and like people I forgive them or like lose something and whatnot. It, it, I'm not really a yeah, fan yeah, of that. Yeah, but when it's done right, it's done right. And this, exactly. right, yeah, is divisive for the most part. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But exactly. yeah, the movie. But yes, I will admit that the movie is far from perfect. There are a lot said, of them. It's, the it's not the worst thing Disney has made. They've made, you know, movies that I feel, you know, are lesser quality. This movie to me is like I think the perfect definition of middle of the road. It's like it's a five out of ten. It, it would be, you know, higher if it, they, you know, I had t- more time on it, had more time to cook. But like I say, but now we're gonna talk about none other than the best part of the movie, the version the part of the movie that for me pretty much salvage the whole thing, which is not Aquafina. I, I mean, Sisu. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> also, that's her voice actress, Aquafina. She also played oh, yeah. uh, Mrs. Tarantula in Bad Guys. Oh, yeah, Miss Tarantula. She was in uh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, yeah. She was also in Jumanji. Yeah, yeah, she's really? she also was in the third SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run. She plays a uh, Plankton's robot that he uses to try to get the secret formula. And now that we have the knowledge that she was in that and Raya, I want to see a cut of the movie where we replace Namari with Plankton. Oh, Lord. I will use the drone to rule the world, and everyone will eat at the chum bucket. I went to college. I win. I went to college. Oh, man. Yeah, sure. Good luck. Yeah, sure. Good luck with that. Oh, man. But yeah, Sisu, uh, every part of Sisu uh, pretty much works. Oh, yeah, she is adorable. Saving Grace in the movie. Originally, she had like a different color scheme. I remember this because I remember when they announced the movie, they showed a picture of her. She originally had like a a white face. She had like a pink body and like a blue tail. And that was a pretty interesting design, but I feel yeah. like the all blue color scheme really yeah, works out works better, better for her. Yeah, yeah more yeah, aquatics and you know, she's a good really really great swimmer. Yeah, yep. she's a great swimmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, which honestly uh, I love like a little uh, continue. No, no, go ahead, you go. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, which honestly, I'm a little bummed that compared to the other dragon, she's pretty much like basic. Like she's really great at swimming. She's got a love. She's got a winning personality and all that. <laughs> but like, maybe yeah, yeah, but keep she's some she's of the magic. Like, well, she's she's yeah, she's not like the best dragon. She's the last dragon. And like I said, I really love like the little details, like how she flies by running on water droplets and air. Oh, yeah. That is Absolutely. such a cool method. And it has never been done, I think, on film before, period, like in any movie. And that is just yeah. such a cool concept of depicting like a dragon's flight. And it really, I think, creates something that is visually interesting. And to be honest, I feel like the movie itself doesn't get really visually interesting until Sisu shows up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, granted, you know, like, I really enjoyed the giant like uh, Rolly thing. Yeah, I really enjoyed the giant Rolly thing. It yeah, yeah, yeah. Looked... I, I liked him too. The, the... Yeah, yeah, he was cute. Tuck, tuck. Tuck, tuck, yeah. It's a fun word to say, as well as like... And they have like Alan Tudyk voiced him. He went to Juilliard. It's so weird. It's like, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like, this guy was an iRobot, and he was the best part of iRobot. He voiced King Candy. He voiced, like, you know, the Duke of Weselton. He voiced, you know, Duke Weaselton in Zootopia. But he was, now oh, he's yeah. do animal he was also, uh, it's like he was also He was also Ludo, and I think he was that uh, chicken from uh, Moana. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, he was the chicken. Hey, hey, yeah. But it's like, give the man dialogue. He's such a great actor. You know, can't you give him at least one or two lines of dialogue? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's like, it's, it's like, you know, you're squandering this man's talents a little bit. Exactly. Squandering yeah, uh, to yeah, exactly. Yes. exactly. But anyway, getting back to Sisu, it's interesting, you know, to note with her, a ghost in the movie has an Asian setting, because of course they'd have like an Eastern dragoness, but Eastern dragons have been very popular in movies lately. If you've, if you've seen, like, you know, Long from Wish Dragon, Bell from, mm -hmm. you know, Minions Rise of Gru, which is another episode we're going to be talking about in the distant future. But, uh, yeah. And then it's something that's Sunday very interesting how, like, the Western design has slowly shifted away to, like, the Eastern design. I don't know if that's, yeah. like, you know, uh, because, you know, you know, influence in movies or that, you know, but it I, really, I think, don't works forget out well. from luck. Well, yeah, yeah, she she definitely is. She's like a mixture of Eastern Dragon and, and Western. Western Dragon, and Babe Absolutely. is just amazing. She's another great character, and we'll definitely talk about that when we talk about Luck, which is right. a pretty good movie. She's a tier on her own. I do. She's in a tier of her own. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I say, yep. uh, the way they use Sisu's powers throughout the movie, how they like continuously evolve and show up, are I think very well done. It's a very nice touch. But that yeah. does come with probably the elephant in the room and probably something that does kind of bug me a little bit about it is human Sisu. I mean, human okay. Sisu, I feel that entire section. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. You go first. Okay. To defend it, she at least keeps a lot of her, like, uh, dr some of her draconic, uh, bits, like her fangs. She still keeps the fangs. She also, uh, sh her hair is super floofy, which is in match matching with her mane. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it it's brief. So thankfully, so thankfully yeah, exactly it's not it's like, no, it's definitely not a deal breaker. It definitely isn't enough, you know, to, you know, write it off completely, but it's something that I feel is, it kind of drags the movie down and it's completely unnecessary, unnecessary, sorry, unnecessary. Yeah. Unnecessary from like a narrative standpoint that, yep. you know, Raya is now trying to hide Sisu. It's like, why is she doing that? Why is she not, you know, showing them that, Hey, the dragons are real dragons exist. That kind of thing. It, it really, to me at least doesn't really make sense within the overarching narrative. It was almost like cool the stuff. animators were like, can we not animate a dragon? Let's animate another human for a little bit. And it felt like that, basically. Okay. School like of thought on that. Out, out with a lot of scenes in this. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, school, school of thought on that. Uh, keep in mind that Kamandra was ultimately, like, divided. Like, everyone's at odds with each other. And, like, there's a bit of a power vacuum for the most part. Uh... Honestly, right, revealing right. Tisu would make it a little dicey, especially uh, with uh, the uh, seaside area and whatnot, because, yeah. <laughs> also. Yeah, right, right, because they were against it. Exactly, exactly. You're right, you're right. Yeah, didn't think of it that way. 
I disagree. Like, I look at the other aspect of says it would have united the people. Yeah. It could have. That, that's all but... I was going to say. You know, it would have been like a... Uh, I, I chalk it up to bad writing that uh, people didn't like get the memo. Oh, hey, we should reunite because we're dragon here, which we got some of that with the characters that joined the boat, but like, yeah. Exactly. exactly. But that's something that they really could have focused more on. It's like what they should have done, I feel, is focus more on that. More about how, like, um, how, you know, Sisu could be like this rallying force to bring people together, basically. It could have been yep. a good message about unity and tie into the whole trust method thing, rather than yeah. it, it seems kind of half baked to me. And again, yeah. I'm not believe me, I'm trying not to be so you know negative about the movie. You know, it is a it's a fine movie. It's like a it's, it's fine, very yeah. well animated. You know, the voice acting is all well done. You know, Sisu herself <sighs> is a fantastic character, and and I have no idea why some people on the internet really really dislike her because she is just. She, she like the design, the voice, you know, everything about her, her, you know, bubbly, you know, temperament and that, and the fact that she can get a little serious too, you know. Yeah. She really is just one of I feel the the best Disney characters to date, you know, and yeah. the more, in the more recent movies, shall we say? Okay. Getting uh, back to Human Sisu, there was an idea. Uh, personally, I was a little turned off on the uh, design initially, like. Why does it look like a dog? But I let it sink in. Oh yeah, and, a lot of yeah, people. I, I'm reaction. really, I'm really a fan of the, like the design. Also, also, I, I, I don't know who said this once, but uh, apparently, Raya and the la- uh, last dragon was initially going to be called Sisu and the Last Human, which I, I, I don't know if that's the. Uh, Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, wasn't it supposed to? It was supposed to be like a reverse of the movie. I remember that someone had like a leaked plot thing that was supposed to be about like a dragon in like a world of dragons looking for the last mythical a creature being a human. I don't know if that's real or if it was like a hope picture, but whatever it was, that was that would have been such a better movie. I really feel like so much world building with that. Could have made, yeah, yeah definitely. Like, and, you know, take the idea and like push it on its head, basically. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Dude. Oh man, that would have been a cool movie. I think uh, someone oh, did yeah, art yeah. of that. Uh, <sighs> Anyways, I definitely also remember seeing like you know art of Raya as a dragoness, which definitely would have been a neat idea. Someone I think I remember reading, I'm trying to remember what website it was came up with the idea that Raya had to like sacri- make a sacrifice and it turned out to be her humanity and she ends up becoming a fellow dragoness with Sisu. And now this was just, you know, fan art, you know, fanfic and whatever, but that too is another concept that I feel would have worked so well in the movie. It really, really would have. Better than I think what we got, which is where Namari basically kills Sisu. And Sisu yes. is like, I forgive you for killing me with a harpoon. You shot me in the chest with a harpoon, but it's okay, you know, because I have to trust you. And I- I'm sorry that that is a, it's a good message. Don't get me wrong. You know, it's good to trust people. And, you know, yeah, she really wrong, needs to more just come up. And I mean, she did uh, solve the thing on her own. And like, yeah, I feel like, and she almost caused, you know, the whole world to end basically by doing Oh yeah. That. Oh yeah. That was yeah. the, I always joke that if this was Walt's era Disney, Namari would have been dead. 
Like, like they would have found a way like, to have her like fall off a cliff, permanently or stone, like, at, like permanently turned to stone like after yeah. she uh, after she uh, fixed the thing, yeah, like and like it, it yeah, broke at some point. Some... Right. Yeah. Right, exactly. Exactly. I mean, really just... yeah, Namari to me is the weakest character for that reason. Like, oh no, definitely, definitely. She, she definitely. What this movie, I feel needed. I feel like this movie more than any of the other recent Disney movies, this is the one that needed like a traditional villain, or at least a more traditional antagonist, shall we say. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. My main issue with that scene uh, wasn't so much that Sisu forgave Namari, because that is actually in character for Sisu, I think. My yeah. issue no, it's in is when the movie then tried to blame Raya for that. The, the the entire ending was just oh, blaming yeah, Raya yeah, that, for that. That too is something that's just it's like, blaming Raya. I don't remember the one who pulled the trigger. You know. Yeah, she's not the one who pulled the trigger. Like, what the heck? Exactly. Exactly. Like, I don't. I don't recall this yeah, being a thing. Definitely is weird. It was effectively like, oh, well, it's your fault for not trusting in people or something like that, or your fault for being hesitant about trusting Namari. The movie was heavily pushing that idea. Yeah. Like, yeah, trust is important. Again, that but models it... the message. Yep. Yes, it models the message. So far. I feel like, I feel like you know, they could have had a more deeper message with, you know, trust can only go so far with that. But I feel like yeah. with that, and again, what Matt Machine said, because I completely forgot about that. I I, am, I cannot believe I forgot about that. But that, too, just shows that they undermined their own message, I feel. And that, to me, is a real yeah. shame because they really, yeah. with just a little bit of tweaking, they could have had, really had something here. But yeah, it they, just feels like they kind of fell flat, yeah, to be honest. Feels... Except, again, for Sisu, who is adorable, and she is a good noodle, and she deserves <laughs> a good she noodle star. Noodle. She deserves a good... She is a good noodle. She deserves all the love and fucking support. She's yep. my favorite noodle. Of course, of course. She's, she's, she's just a, amazing. Like, there's Babe, there's Long, and then there's what the heck Sisu is, which is freaking yeah, awesome. She beautiful, yeah. yeah she does right. not deserve the ire of people who like are u- uber critical and like, oh, she's so bubbly, she gets so annoying from time to time. Which, granted, kind of, but also, but fuck yeah, it you. does work for her character, yeah. It works for her character, it works for she's the story. Naive. She's still learning, much like everyone, of course, of course. And of course, you know, she was asleep for like a thousand years or something like that. Of course, she'd be like that. But I feel yeah. like one thing that I really hope that we do get, I don't know if we will, because I don't know how successful this was, because again, this is released to direct to Disney Plus, and we really have no way, I think, of gauging how popular it was. I mean, granted, they probably got a lot of streams, but that was probably more because it was brand new than anything. But I hope if we do, that we get like a sequel or a continuation or something like that that focuses more on, like, Sisu and her siblings. Maybe even make it, like, a prequel. I mean, I'd watch it, you know? I Yeah, I'd watch it, too. Make a freaking prequel and make Sisu, you know, do exactly. justice yeah, for exactly. what we were robbed of, for the most part. Exactly, exactly. I need a Sisu movie, yeah. please. Yeah, I feel like this movie... Yes. A Sisu movie, a Sisu series, anything. Oh, 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. A good, yeah, you know, she's definitely a great CSU series. A good exactly, exactly. She's definitely such a good character that to leave her as a one-off, I feel, would be doing like a great, Injustice. great disservice. Basically, yeah, the like, character as a whole. It's the same thing as Nelly from Quack Pack. Like she developed, brief as it was, but like I wanted to see where she went from there. You know, exactly, exactly. It's kind of like that. You know? like sometimes one-off characters like that are more interesting than like, oh, say the fifth Toy Story movie or something, which is something that we really do not need to be rehashing. Nope. Yeah, we really don't need yeah, another exactly. Toy Story yeah. movie. Like, we were good with three. I tolerated yeah, four. It was fine. The series, and now they're going to ruin it. Was the yeah, they're they're probably going to ruin it more. Yeah, exactly. Toy Story 3 was <laughs> the best movie. Exactly, exactly. Toy Story 3 was the best movie in that series. I still, I will still hold on to that fact. Yeah, like, Toy Story 2 was good. You know, I just I yeah, Toy Story two was fun. It was, it was a great it movie, was, actually. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, two is my favorite as well. But yeah, my favorite is three though, because like endings. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely mine too. But yeah, I'm getting. Oh no, no, no! It definitely does. But I feel like this movie too, with like with Sisu as well. Like I say, I feel like an idea, you know, for human Sisu that I feel would have been. Way funnier, and definitely would have probably bought some liberty to the movie if Jisoo turned human, and that all she did was wear a cloak and the hat, and everybody was just like, "Oh, look, a fellow human! Hello, fellow human!" You know, it's like I feel like that was something that could have really had a lot of comedic potential. That Jisoo does absolutely nothing to disguise the fact that she's a human, and everybody just falls for it because she's wearing like a, a cloak and a hat. Hmm. That would have been, yeah. been funny, actually. Yeah, that would have been funny. Of course, yeah. The yeah, trailers originally like, made look like phone. that's what was going to happen. That's Perhaps. what I thought, too. And I remember, too, speaking of that, you know, I remember that when the first initial pictures of Sisu came out, there were a lot of comparisons. A lot of comparisons to Elsa from Frozen. Maybe it was the eyes or something. I don't know, but I remember a lot of like Twitter complaints and stuff like that. That oh, they made a dragon look like Elsa now. It's like no, no, no. On the other hand, it's just like it definitely does. I don't see it. I I do not see it. I mean, granted, you could say that all of Disney's you know CGI characters have a different look than say their 2D characters. Which, by the way. I really wish this movie was made in like you know the Renaissance era. I would have wanted to yep. see two D Sisu. That would have been amazing. Oh I feel like they would have released this around the same time as Mulan. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I feel like they would have knocked it out of the park, and with like two D Sisu would have been incredible too. But I feel like you know Sisu's design in this, it really, and you know of course there's siblings as well who they don't really get on any screen time at all. You know, they're really more backstory characters than anything. Time. But I feel like we just get enough about them to where you want to see more of them. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So anyway, I think it's uh, just about time for the question of this episode, which is, what do you think about uh, Disney's animated movies today? Like they're more uh, modern ones, basically. I feel how far like back do you want to go? Yeah, how far back do you want to go? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, let's go back as far as, um, let's say about five years ago or so. Let's say, you know, uh, post, let's say, oh, wait, how about this? How about this? Let's go from everything from like uh, Moana to now, basically. That that'd be a good okay. point because it'd be like from Moana to now. I will say this about uh, modern movies from now. There are very much some hidden gems in there. Zootopia, Moana. Zootopia is uh, Frozen uh, 2 awesome is easily the best, uh, better of the Frozen movies. I will say that. Oh, really? Uh, Strange World is nice. I will say that. Uh, and, uh, I also really enjoy, I also really enjoy some of their, uh, Marvel one-offs that they did, like the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas and the Werewolf by Night were very interesting, but I yeah, feel that, that like... cool, that was even, like a universal monster movie, basically. Oh, yeah, but I will say this, more times than not, they've mostly been tackling a lot of the films that they've been making with gloves on. Not all of them, but a good portion. Like, it's keeping that fun de relegated to the front yard where, like, the parents can see, if you know what I mean. Which, exactly, we kind of exactly. got that with, like, I don't know, uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, but, like... That is ultimately gonna hurt them in the long run. I mean, we didn't. I mean, we didn't I get like that for movie... like strange. I, we didn't get that for Strange World for the most part, but it's ultimately feeling like they're uh, they're losing steam. They're playing hard. catch up, basically, exactly. Yeah. Like, compared to like what DreamWorks putting out with like Bad Guys and Puss in Boots too. Oh Even yeah, Illumination with like the, the Mario movie and. And, you know, even, like, you know, a new studio, Skydance with Luck, too. I feel like mm -hmm. at this point, and this is, you know, again, my personal opinion, I feel like for the first time since the days of Shrek, Disney is playing catch-up. They're, like, trying to ride the coattails of the other studios rather than being the leader. And, again, in the 2000s, a lot of their movies were, you know, really good classic stuff that just didn't okay. happen to get seen because that wasn't the style at the time. I mean, granted, a lot of people did see Tangled like and Dragon. Yeah, we did see. Uh, oh, no, no, we definitely, did see but that was like post. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But th that was stuff was like uh, I'm just talking about like uh, basically from like Emperor's New Groove to like a uh, Bolt, basically, with the exception of Lilo and Stitch. Mm -hmm. I felt like back then they were kind of trying to you know just do whatever was against the wall and saw what stuck. But I feel like mm -hmm. now what they're trying to do is they're just trying to stick to a formula, basically. And yep. see the formula with the Disney Renaissance, I feel worked for a while because it was something that Disney had traditionally never really done before. I mean, they had always done musicals really since the beginning, but nothing like like the Broadway level of extravagance of stuff like Aladdin or you know Lion King or Beauty and the Beast or all of them. But I feel like now yeah. with their movies, they become a little bit formulaic. Like, you know, there's not going to be a villain. You know that there is going to be you know, what kind of character dynamics are in it and that. And I feel like it's really hurting them in the long run. I feel like that is why stuff like 
like say Puss in Boots too, with like someone like you know a character like Jack Horner, who is just an unabashed complete villain who just you know has no redeeming qualities, and he's like, "You're an irredeemable monster," and he's like, "Oh, oh, what gave you that idea, buddy?" But it's like characters like that. It's like. such a breath of fresh air from what like Disney is producing now, basically. You you did that shockingly well. Are you sure you didn't vo- didn't star in uh, the Puss in Boots two movie? <laughs> I wish. I wish. Believe me, I wish. Jack Horner, despite being a relatively weak character, is like that's the kind honestly, of he honestly I want from Disney. I want like someone who says. I just want someone like that from Disney again. Someone who's just unabashedly a complete, complete irredeemable, you know, character, and they love it. They, you know, someone yes. like, he, like, like yes. he's so like, charismatic that even like the bad that. stuff makes him so memorable. Like, yeah, holy exactly, crap! Exactly. We need that. We do we need that more than ever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I feel that's that is what's hurting Disney today with their modern animated movies. They're they're what was once the most riskiest animation studio or one of the most riskiest, they're now afraid to take risks. I feel like that That's basically stupid. is what sums it up best. They're afraid That's to take kinda risks. That's kind of like they're Nintendo nowadays, like the for the most the part. Pool. It's kind of like Nintendo for the most yeah, part. Yeah, you can say that a, l- a little bit. A little, a little bit, bit, a little yes. Bit. Yeah, they like do, they like do occasionally uh, they, they do occasionally dive off the like deep end. Oh yeah, absolutely. Breath of the Wild. Uh, yeah, I, I might be thinking of Game the Freak Kirby in that game regard. Like Forgotten Land. Yeah, yeah. Oh I'm yeah, Forgotten like Game Land. Freak in that thing because Nintendo, I feel, has been really innovative. But basically, that's the thing with Disney. Uh, I feel like at this point they're staying in like the shallow end of the pool, whereas you could do so much more. You know, just take a oh, risk. Yeah. You know, take if a risk it doesn't again. Work out. At least you tried. You know, yeah, I, mean, I feel like, like at this point they're just playing it so bland and safe. Even Rare still, for the most part, took risks. Battletoads 2020, Sea of Thieves, the Pirates of the Caribbean, freaking uh, exactly, whatever exactly. that N64 Pixar, vehicle game was. Risk for a while. Yeah, like Luca. Yeah, exactly, Soul. exactly. I'm not a fan of Soul, but like. They were doing stuff. Yeah, they took a risk. Either, but at least they're trying. I give them credit they're for trying. trying. They're yeah. trying, man. Indeed. Yeah, like the um, the late two thousands uh, era of Disney, all the way from like Princess of the Frog uh, to the mid twenty tens to Zootopia Moana. That was basically hit after hit after hit. Great movies, exactly. Then the late twenty tens hit and. You're lucky if you get one good movie. Every other movie is oh yeah. Everything after yeah, 2019, yeah, I feel. Everything after 2019, I feel Rock, is where Rock shit went. the internet, I feel, was the turning yeah. point. That was like Disney completely giving up. They're like, we're too big to fail, kind of level. For yeah, the like most that part, that movie more than anything was the turning point. That was. For the most part, yeah. The turning point for me was Avengers Endgame. That's when that's when I knew shit was gonna go south. <sighs> yet to see Endgame, but yeah, I I saw I saw Wreck It. I saw Ralph breaks the internet in theaters, and I just not stand the movie after a while. It felt like. See, see, 
like a lot of the only good things I will say about that were the princesses seeing Nick Wilde and uh, it had some cute moments, good. but it felt to yes. me my biggest problem with that it was so self congratulatory. It was yes. like that that entire series was like, oh, we're Disney, look at us, look at all the stuff we own. And it's like that to me is like something that. Disney, even in Michael Eisner's era, and I feel like Eisner gets a lot of bad raps, to be honest, but I feel like Disney in any other era would never do that. Like, I remember reading when they did, you know, Walt Disney Presents, you know, Walt Disney had a rule that the characters couldn't even look at each other directly, like the princesses, because they were from, you know, different realms, basically. And now this is like, you know, something that it's just, to me, is so out there. It's so... You know, basically self-congratulatory, basically. That's my feeling with Ralph Breaks the Internet. Yeah, I mean, I I get that. It's really trying to be hip. Uh, and there are good moments that where they're not yeah, trying to be like hip, like referencing Tron, like referencing... Screaming goats. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. For Ralph every becoming good a meme, definitely. Like data memes like the screaming goat or like the Bob Rosser, him flossing, and it's like... Why are we doing this? Well, what are you doing? Why? You're a multi-billion dollar another... corporation. You don't have to appeal the internet like this. You're being hello, shit hello, for no kids. reason. It's another hello, fellow kid. How you do, fellow kids? Yes. Exactly. Exactly. It's exactly. got that That's energy. like that's the movie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. <sighs> I'm, I, and I mean, so granted. What do you think, Evie? Oh, yeah, Evie. So what were you gonna say, Angron? Sorry. Uh I was uh I think I said what I was gonna say, but uh yeah, what are your thoughts on modern movies from Moana onwards, uh Lucky, if you've seen any? That's the problem, like I haven't seen any. What about you, man? Yeah, like I said, uh, from from uh, everything from Ralph Breaks Internet on, you're lucky if you get uh, a good one every other time. I, I like Strange World more than the average person, but I can tell that it is just becoming too much of the Disney safe formula. Uh, I liked Encanto less than the average person. Uh, Same here. The only good thing about Raya, Frozen Two, I found better than Frozen One, but I can still see the problems with it, and then. <laughs> uh, Ralph breaks the internet. I I personally enjoyed Encanto. It was a return to it was more or less a return to form that was needed. It definitely. Oh no, def it definitely has like the the bones of the Disney Renaissance. I can definitely see why you know why it was such a big hit and the songs were good. But man, I I'm sorry. Maybe it's me. I don't like Lin Manuel's writing. I just feel Thank you. like. I don't know. Maybe it's me. I just don't like the way he writes music. I'm sorry. His lyrics just, they don't work. Like, if they gave it to, like, Alan Menken or something like that, I feel like it could have worked a lot better. But, I don't know. Okay. To me, it that's, feels like they're basically... That's a little... Uh, that's a tiny bit unfair because he he did do good music. He oh, did. He's Harold very talented. I'm not saying he's not talented. This is my personal preference. I just... I'm not a personally a fan of his music. I mean, he's very talented, and I do like the songs. You know, we don't talk about Bruno. It does. It's a great song, and that. But just to yeah. me personally, I feel like some of it just doesn't click. 
I, I'm not disparaging the guy as a whole. I think he's very talented and he's a very uh, talented songwriter. It's just my personal taste. You know, sometimes it just mm. doesn't work for me. When he does more traditional style songs, I actually do prefer those. When he does his mm -hmm. uh, traditional mix with hip hop, I don't like that. But that's just my personal taste. Same, I don't same. Like that, that's that what I was trying to get at. That, that is what I was trying to get at. And thankfully, Encanto didn't have all that. Didn't have, uh, didn't have uh, pop. Didn't really have pop songs to really uh, make it feel like it was like yeah, being that's modern. That's what helped it a little bit more compared to some other ones. Yeah, it exactly is like that. So mm -hmm. now I think it's time for the one thing that we all love to look forward to, which is the Dragon, the Dragon of Scale. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. The dragon scale. The yeah. Dragon scale, and we rank the uh, characters. And today we are going to rank Sisu. And yep. I'll go first. And I'm going to say this right now: she gets, I think, uh, an eight out of ten. And the reason I'm saying that is because number one, she carries the entire movie on her back. I feel at this point, mm. I think we've made it abundantly clear that she is by a, by a country mile. She is the best part of this movie. And I personally feel that, you know, her, her design, her voice, her personality, everything about her, she just is so great. I can't give her a 10 out of 10. If, yeah, if the either. movie was better, I would probably end up giving her a 10 out of 10, to be honest. But I feel as it is and how great she is and how much potential she has and everything like that, that I would give her an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I would give her a 7 out of 10. Uh, barring certain bits that I have involving her design, I, I do feel that, I do feel that the movie ultimately holds her back a little bit. Like, again, a six, a six movie with a 10 character, if you know it, if you're, uh, exactly, uh, exactly. What I mean, yeah, I, I do like Sisu. Her character's amazing. Uh, I not, I don't mind her being confirmed Les. I, Les, she is not Elsa. Like, she is not Elsa. I don't care no, what people no, exactly. say. She is very much different. She's very, yeah, yeah, exactly. she's very energetic. She has a different personality. She, uh, for starters, doesn't have any freaking magic. <laughs> so yeah, exactly, I, I'm giving exactly. her a seven out of ten because she, because she could have been a whole lot better. But as we as we have her. It, it, it's she's she's great the way she is. I really want a series. I really want her to be elaborated on more. But for now, what we got is what we got, and it's great. It's great. What about you, Lucky? I'm warming up to her, so I say six. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I agree with an eight. Okay. Uh, oops, sorry. You're fine. I was just saying I agree with that eight. Sorry. Sorry. Oh, yeah, you're going to do 8 out of 10 as well. Awesome. Hmm. So, uh, Matt, Matt, what about you? What would you give her? I said at the beginning, and I still hold to that, 10 out of 10. She is a 10 character in a 6 movie. She is the sole reason I like this movie. And between this and uh, her character in Shang-Chi... I have become a huge Aquafina fan and just followed everything that she's done since and been happy with her characters at least in those productions. The she also did a uh, she also did a Nintendo trailer commercial. So, oh, yeah, really, really neat. 
Yep. Uh, her design in this was great. Uh, she had the best scene with uh, the the water walking scene. Uh, mm -hmm. Easily best animation in that entire movie. Uh, loved her personality the entire time through. Uh, I rate characters based on typically just the character rather than the movie, and she is pure ten. Mm -hmm. Honestly, nice. you know what? I'm I'm changing definitely a hundred percent. I'm changing my score from eight to nine. Oh, a change here. Yeah. Mm. Oh, all right. First time we've had a ranking change in the I ranking. Help mm. us. Definitely not going to be the last. It's so precious, honestly. Yeah. yeah, no, no, she definitely is, like I say, she is easily the best part of this. She's a, a very wonderful character, and I really, really hope Disney decides to use her in something else in the distant future, if not the near future. Make it she, good. She definitely deserves it, 150%. Yeah. Uh, so, 8 out of 10 overall for uh, for Sisu, since that seems to be the consensus. Yeah. Seems to be about the average, yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll yeah. do an eight as well. Out of generosity, she is right. really great, yeah, well, and right. she really she changes. That is apparently I warmed everyone up to her. All right, that is great. yes. It yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Way. She definitely needs more love. And yeah, so if you have any questions, or if you want to make a version of Ryan the Last Dragon where Plankton is the yeah. villain, feel oh, free God. to email us at fiery discourse at at Outlook.com, or visit our yep. Twitter page at twitter.com slash fieryDiscourse. Next time, we'll be talking about the 2000 movie, Pokemon the Movie 2000. <laughs> That'll be a lot of fun. Pokemon Day. Oh, my goodness. Pokemon the Movie 2000. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun, a lot of stuff to talk about. It's definitely not going to be... It's going to be the first time we're going to hear about Pokemon the on this podcast. It is 100% mm -hmm. not going to be the last. So until oh, then, yeah. uh, thanks for tuning in, and take care. Later, y'all. Peace. <laughs>